0: Yo, 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 what up? Glad you could uh, hit play and join us today. It is your boy JB with Reggae 360. I'm here doing a podcast that's focused on reggae rock music and reggae music and all things in between. And I do it because I love music. I love the scene. I love the genre. I love the message behind reggae music. It gets me pumped up. It gets me amped up. It's carved into the fiber of my being, the positivity, the drive, the beauty of it. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to talk about music. And I want to go ahead and review all of the reggae rock, reggae songs that dropped last Friday that fit into the Reggae 360 top 10 songs of the week. And I know what you're thinking. John, last time there were 11. Maybe you hit us with 12. Well, guess what? You might get an extra bonus JB song of the week, and that's fine because it's all good music, and that's why we do it, all right? Furthermore, another reason why I do this, man, is because I like to connect people with amazing artists. And today we have an incredible interview with a member of one of the most impactful bands in the reggae music scene, and that's Blaine Dillinger who's a guitarist for Hyrie. And we're going to place that interview right in the middle of a couple of song reviews. And we're going to polish it off with a positive thought of the week. You're in store for a hell of an episode. And it's not just me here, people. Okay. I think you know that by now. We've got a couple of people with me. I'd like to go ahead and just introduce right now. We got our boy, you know, him as old school Yarmo. He's an old man. Damn near. He's, you know, he's on his last limb. He's just walking around outside. I met him one day. We both, you know, turns out we both like reggae music. And here he is producing this podcast. Evan, what's up, dude? What up, dog?
1: Chilling. Dude, tell me an interesting fact about you, Evan. Uh, interesting fact. Uh, I have very hairy legs. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh
0: That's cool. <laughs> listen, man, I don't judge. All right. I think that uh the fact that you're owning it, that you're leaning in, you know, I think that you're, that uh, you're
1: saying it like it would be a negative thing. Like it's not negative or positive. But I just, I just got some hair down there.
0: You're right. You're right. <laughs> I take the judgment out of my voice. I take that back. I mean, you are a strong, powerful young man with a lot of hair on his legs, and I, I think that that's empowering. Um, <laughs> Brett, I, you know, I, I'm actually now nervous to ask you for a fun fact, but I'd like you to introduce yourself as well.
2: Well, what up, everybody? Brett Coleman checking in from Arizona here for another week to talk about what's good in the music world and uh, get to bring you guys another conversation, like JB said, with Blaine Dillinger. That's always, always awesome. Uh, he's a very multi-directional artist. He's got a lot of cool projects in the works. And uh, it's always good to hear about more of what this community is doing. And Blaine is a hell of a guy that is doing a lot to be a part of this community. And keep us engaged so beyond the music this week we got a great interview and uh um, you know something interesting about me is i don't really have leg hair and i don't shave them so yarmo i'm kind of jealous man i gotta say like i've got missing leg hair don't know why i never knew knew why and um that's an interesting fact that nobody over the podcast airwaves would ever know because you might see my face but you're definitely you're not looking at my legs
0: yeah Wow! Yeah, no, we're going there. I love it. We're uh, just learning about each other today, you know, talking about different uh, fun facts and <laughs> levels of hair and no hair. And Brett, you know, I tell you what, dude, you're leaning into, man. That's a good thing. However much hair you got down there, it doesn't matter, All right. As long as you're they make citizen. commercials
2: to help you remove all the hair down there. So awesome. when it doesn't happen naturally, I mean, that's like a blessing. You got to you know, step
0: up. Oh, so now you're kind of like throwing shade at Evan. Brett's <laughs> over here flexing with no leg hair. Evan, you got to go through the whole process, dude. It sucks to be you. No, anyways. I'm
2: conflicted. I'm conflicted and jealous, well, but also proud of my own situation. I'm going to be me. It's the story of my life,
1: dude. You summed it up <laughs> nicely right
2: there. Uh,
1: <laughs> JB, let's, let's eject out of this. Tell the people what they're getting into. Oh, thank here today. God, dude. Well,
0: I tell you what, man. We're just going to go ahead and get into some good music. Uh, Reggae 360 top 10 songs of the week. These are the songs we felt you needed to hear. We're going to play a little clip, tell you what we thought. And, um, all the artists are tagged in every, uh, you know, post. So go ahead and check their music out. We also have playlists. If you search for the vibes presented by Reggae 360 on Spotify, you will see some playlists curated by none other than David Shaw, the beast, the legend. Uh, so go ahead and do that. But, Evan, let's, let's get the first song out of the way, man. And this is a special person right here. This is a special release. We talked about it on our last episode. He was a featured guest on our last episode. And, mm. man, I just can't wait for you people to hear this if you haven't heard it already. So go ahead and fire that up, Evan. Koosh Saxena, Misbehaving baby. Coosh. Reggae influence, you can hear the rock influence, you can hear the jazz influence, you can hear the singer-songwriter influence. Koosh kind of puts all of that into this track, man. This one was big. I'll tell you what, man, the guitar at the beginning just kind of sets the tone for me. The guitar and the horn combo is perfect. Kind of like, I don't know, when I listen to this song, it takes me to like a dimly lit... Dive bar on the border of Mexico, drinking house rum, maybe wearing a button-down shirt with maybe a few buttons, uh, a few too many buttons opened <laughs> up, if you know what I'm saying, man. It's and, and the lyrics, dude, I know you're misbehaving. I'm a fool for playing when I see your body shaking. Oh, I want to find a way in. Oh, you always get your way, and I'm afraid to say I like it that way, man. This is like a this is a naughty song, dude. It's like, yeah, I know you're bad, and I like it. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous song, man. Koosh Koosh has an edge to him with this one. So many layers. It's the design, the the composition of this song is just so rich. I mean, it's just like, it's just a dope song, man. He says it. I'm a fool for playing. I'm a fool for playing. And that's really what it's all about, man. This song is a vibe. It's it's. The essence I love it man I love this track by Kush. it's a sign of things to come what'd you guys think
2: I thought exactly that I thought it was a vibe it's a mood it's just it's just like the the tone is set the stage is set and it's a kind of I want to see him and the Reese brothers link up and do a little tour when things start getting back that'd to be normal because that'd be a nice like really nice set I'm sure it could add some more you know full fusion type of bands. Throw some the Best in there. I don't know. Just yes. plain fantasy right here. But, you know, Koosh is, uh, was awesome to talk to. So if y'all didn't hear the last episode where we had a chance to talk to him, go back and check that out because there's a lot of great things that he had to say. He did a cool cover. Revo- <laughs> did a cool cover, Revolution. And, man, I just uh, I learned a lot about Koosh. I like the music. I like the sound. And I like that he literally has his own Uh, you know fingerprint on the music like it's definitely undoubtedly koosh
0: it's a good way to put it man he's got his own fingerprint on this thing you're right it's unique i like it yeah i haven't cared to add anything to that
1: i think that's it It's, it's a moody song it's a song that maybe you're misbehaving maybe you're seeing somebody misbehaving maybe seeing somebody else doing something makes you want to do something with them get a little Life on the wild. What side. would you do right. if you saw somebody misbehaving right now? Call the police. The police.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's uh yeah, so, very so watch yourself. Okay.
2: I just watched the debates. We could go a lot of places with that misbehaving. Were thing.
1: they misbehaving or were they did they keep it all in line?
2: I'm gonna plead the fifth.
1: <laughs> well oh, man. You know what?
0: Talking about calling the police and the debates. And all the heavy shit that's going on out there. I think it's time we uh, play a little something to help you kind of bring it all back together once you hit the people with something.
1: Up next, we've got the song Without Expectation from Trevor Hall.
3: No more secrets, (laughs) come as you are, all of it fits just right, heart to heart, there's no tradition, nothing by the book, all you need is courage, have the strength to live. There's no more pretending You can't measure in this room Just walk through the doorway Just follow the tune I see a robe of patches It
0: is perfectly arranged Here, there is no worry Yeah, man, so... I'll be honest, i I don't even think I've really had enough time to fully digest this album. You know, Trevor Hall's music is very powerful. it It uh, takes time to to really interpret and really, you know, um, you know let the full meaning of the music hit you. and and uh, I was very excited when this album came out. I know Ineffable music uh, works very closely with Trevor Hall and they really helped build. The release for this one, what I saw on Instagram it looked like the numbers behind this in terms of the people that heard this music, that streamed it, that got to listen to it. It was incredible. It sounds like it was a success all around. Trevor Hall's music is—it's uh it's just medicine, man. You know, and it, he's got such a signature sound. And this song, in particular, really hit me. It's early in the album. There's a lot on there, uh, but to me, it's just the idea of living life without expectations. I mean. It's being open to what the universe is going to bring you. It's having confidence. It's letting go of judgment. It's being mindful. It's being present in the moment. It's being open and free of judgment, of shame, of internal dialogue, just kind of like existing and living in the positive energy, just living, you know, and one of the lines that uh, Trevor Hall says towards the end of it is, you know, all we got to do is try. And the simplicity in that line is is uh, pretty crazy when you really think about the message, which that's the truth, man. You just have to live, try to live life without expectations. Maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised. You know, if you're open, if you're open to what the universe is going to bring you and you have faith, it's the biggest thing. If you have faith, all you really have to do is try and everything's going to work out. So I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm still digesting everything. Uh, what'd you guys think of this track
1: or this album? Uh, if you had time to listen to it. I feel like that track, I would do goat yoga too. Okay. It's like a, a powerful mantra the whole time, right? It's a little more of like saying things that are supposed to get into your head. It made me feel like like almost like a, a self-meditation type vibe, but also it's got the banjo in the background. You get a little like down south country feel to it, some mm-hmm. real Americana. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's right at home on doing some yoga out on the farm.
0: You if know? there were no <laughs>
1: goats available, what would be the next animal that you would do yoga with? Ooh, uh Definitely not an ostrich. My brother got bit by an ostrich. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. that's that something was...
2: more domestic like cats. Cats Ooh. are like hamsters or something.
1: Well, I don't feel like <laughs> cats would not be down at no, all. No.
2: No. No. They probably put their ass all up in your face. It'd be terrible. Bad idea.
1: Yeah. Bad move. I think goats are it. Goats are nothing. Okay.
0: Goats are nothing. All right. I respect that answer. I respect your conviction. Uh, <clears throat> Brett, what about you, man?
2: Well, you know, I didn't, I didn't find myself in the same position as Evan, but um, I was thinking back to, you know, Fire thing. on Fire Your House, which was a song we talked about you know, a couple yeah. weeks ago that came out off this album. And uh, the energy of it and the fact that, you know, we have two bands this week that we're talking about that are from South Carolina um and to me that's pretty dope i just love you know it's kind of started with the movement and josh being from charleston and now you're hearing more and more and more of of south carolina getting brought up into you know the the conversation and being out here in arizona it's the same thing i mean we've we've had a pretty budding you know reggae community and growth out here but you know it's neat to uh neat it's real super real super and neat to hear about it growing all across the country and uh i especially like you know the the fusion and the non-straight approach to reggae that Trevor Hall brings to the table. I mean, he definitely has the influence, but I don't. I wouldn't consider him a reggae artist, um, and I don't mean that with any disrespect. I think it's it's great that we can continue to diversify and build audiences. Um, and he's got a hell of a following, man. I mean, he's doing he's doing some great things for sure. And I enjoyed I enjoyed the song. It was very tantric, like you said. It was like a, a little bit hypnotic. And then Fire, Fire in Your House was a bit more, you know, kind of uh, had a cadence, had some energy, had some oomph to it. And all those different banjos and whatnot, I, I liked it. So I like the energy of the other, but I respect the artistry and I, I enjoyed the track. And I'm going to listen to the entire album because I want to hear more from South Carolina.
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, I, I think Trevor Hall makes music for people that um, are trying to be enlightened and that are chasing mm-hmm. that that level of uh, uh, mental calmness and existence. But speaking of South Carolina, speaking of Arizona, there's another hotbed of reggae music that's actually um, way hotter than anything we have here in the United States, and that would be St. Lucia. Okay, And uh, there's a, a group that I had not heard of. I heard this song because it charted on Apple, uh, iTunes, reggae charts. And when I started playing this song, man, I, you know, my hips just started moving, man. I I couldn't <laughs> stop it. I, I was in the kitchen doing dishes, man. I was doing a little salsa, a little merengue, a little, a little bachata, dude. I was all over the place, man. I just had to give these guys some respect. And uh, speaking of St. Lucia, their name pays homage to the beautiful island. Uh, and their name is Lou City with the track and the I'm going to probably butcher this. And I feel like Anbaton, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It's Creole. For sure. Dude, love it, man. Thank yeah. you for keeping me honest here, dude. One more time, I'm guessing. Evan. I'm guessing here. I might not be right.
2: Well, I'm with you, Evan, though. I think you're right. Let's let the
0: music speak for itself. Fire that bad boy up. Yeah. Here. Baby,
4: try me.
2: I'm beta.
3: You killed him with this one.
4: Porto, mem Capiticilotla. la charm of limiting a mellow slot. The the so Moi City, man if you
0: know First of all, this is it's a duo. It's a a, it's a duo, and in their bio, (laughs) the first thing it says in their bio is "dynamic from birth and destined to make music." Can you guys just imagine being dynamic from birth? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you know, (laughs) I I believe it. I, I believe it. I don't doubt it for a second. And, uh, you know, they were both born and bred on the beautiful Caribbean island of St. Lucia. The quote-unquote carry pop duo grew up very differently from different walks of life, each with their own extremely diverse cultural and ethnic backgrounds. And they kind of met when they were 15, 16 and formed this group. And they've been making beautiful music since then. And as I mentioned, man, the song is a vibe. It's something you can just throw on and dance in your in your uh, alone time, all right, or with the uh, accompaniment of uh, you know a special individual, man. But um, it's just a nice, smooth dance hall soiree. the The rhythm of this song, man, it just it feels like it's connected to your blood flow, to your heartbeat. It just goes, just whine hmm. for me. I, you know what? I do. You guys know what that means? Just whine for me. I do because I looked it up. I figured I knew what it meant. I always thought it meant to like like bump and grind. It's like dancing, and and that's true. So wine, it's a form <laughs> of dancing involving gyration of the hips. So there you have it. Just wine for me, baby. Great track, man. Fun track, fun music. I like it. Five stars. What you guys think?
2: It's the umbrella on top of the drink. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it gave me that nice tropical vibe. I dug it. It felt good. Definitely had a bit of an international feel to it. Like I expect to, to go on a cruise and and get off and and be walking around the island and and hear something like that. I mean, I feel like that would be the best. Um, but you could definitely hear like the 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 keep hearing it more and more these days. But it's almost like that '90s R&B soul vibe nice. of a good feeling of like the innocence, the chill, the the comfort. That was that genre of music and that time and place that I think people are kind of bringing back. I know, like, the cycle... Is, I keep saying like, it's bothering me. Every 30 years, it goes back and forth. So now that we've come from 30 years from the 90s, I feel like we're hearing a lot more of this natural regression. And I just pick it up in little moments like this track, on Batton. It was like, yeah. I just felt like I needed the dude... Voice to Men to be in there and be like, Yo, when you pulled up on the island, baby, I knew about it. <laughs>
0: Damn, dude, I'm trying to take a cruise with you. If you know what I'm saying, that was a, a nice dude, I like it. Um,
2: what's the next was It's was terrible, voice? actually. Oh, dude, don't say that,
0: dude. <laughs> you brought up boys to men, dude. I just, the, the, I, I love it, dude. That's uh, that's how that song made you feel. Saying that the I 90s said-
1: are coming up on or are 30 years ago, that. That that makes me feel older. I can I can definitely say that. Uh,
2: Well, you're welcome. (laughs) Up
1: next, we've got the song (laughs) "Ease" from Gary. Ease.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gary Dredd alongside nostalgia. To get ya reason, learn your roots and culture Budgung Babylon Vulture Ease your mind and cool down pressure Stand up to the ones who try to get ya reason, learn your roots and culture. Gotta make a change. People going crazy treating life like it's a game. Like it's a Earth game. A run red chemicals, them in the rain. And the politicians totally insane. Violence and crime still steady on the rise. And it will only change if we open up our eyes. Live in love, just stay humble and be wise. Gotta be aware of the snakes in disguise. Be your mind and
2: cool down pressure. Stand up to the ones who try to get you. East. Love that track, man. I love Gary Dredd. One of my absolute favorite new artists. I'll say new artists because I first heard of him, you know, being a part of the movement. And he's been coming out with some great music lately. I feel like every you know other show we've been featuring some track that he's put out, and it's always good. But this one in particular. Just speaks to me, I'm digging it. I like the vibe of it. I like the messages in it. I mean, talking about you gotta cool down, but then you gotta stand up and and it's there's a lot of contradictory things happening, but it's all makes so much sense, which is what is the greatest thing about this genre. sometimes the messages and music. it's like you know you've gotta learn about the roots and culture, and he incorporates all these different segments into his tracks where it feels new feels fresh but i still feel like no matter what he does respect roots and culture and it comes through in the music and you know and, and the beats and and all that other good stuff so gary dread definitely bringing another banger to our eardrums and i appreciate the hell out of his music and uh that's what i gotta say about that boys
0: Awesome, dude. Yeah, no, I agree with uh, everything that you said, man. And I feel like Gary Dredd is just getting better and better, man. Like every track I hear, I'm like, wow, this is my new favorite Gary Dredd song. And and um, that's a good sign, dude. And the, and the cover art in this track, too, is, is pretty dope, man. It's like an old school. I think it's a Cadillac. It's an old school Cadillac with a uh, vanity plate. And I, I just hope that that's a real car that Gary Dredd drives around. Uh, you know, <laughs> who knows? Maybe it was Photoshop, but I would like to think that. And yeah, dude, the lyrics, man ease your mind and cool down pressure. Stand up to the ones who try to get you. To learn your roots and culture. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a scripture, man. You know, like learn your roots and culture to me. That's like understand the music understand the message understand the history you know understand the big picture this is uh you know this is a serious song it's like a political statement um you know people are going crazy living life like it's a game those were lyrics and although sometimes i'll live life like it's a game you know i i do you know a game that can be won sometimes it's my mindset maybe career-wise but it's definitely not a good thing you know, and and uh, I think Gary is kind of making a statement about everything that's going on in the world. You know, be aware of the snakes in disguise. He's dropping knowledge, man. He should be a spiritual advisor, you know.
2: But in the end, he says, class. love
0: is the answer. You know? Yeah. Love is the answer. And I feel like someone should make a pocketbook out of Gary Dredd lyrics. Maybe not a pocketbook, mm-hmm. like, a, like a tabletop book. What do they call it? Like a tabletop book a flip yeah. book oh
2: i mean coffee there's an app book, for that a
0: coffee table book thank you, get you an app for that jesus christ <laughs> a coffee table book you know kind of like they do with like you know quotes from confucius or little buddhist zen sayings i feel like there should be one for gary Dredd, just lyrics of gary Dredd. i don't know i would i would i would buy that and put that on my coffee table thanks
1: evan for the help on that one you're welcome um yeah what else Big smoke, big smoke. Big yes. I think we're big switching it up to East now.
2: East. Hey, look, I even wore the hat out hey. of respect. For oh yeah, big respect, Mr. Dread.
0: I'm not gonna say what everyone thinks I'm gonna say. All right, okay. I'm gonna leave little Jasmine Orlando uh, in peace. This episode.
2: Okay. Oh, did we hear from Don't her? Don't do it. Don't do it. Up next. It's
0: it's
1: like crack. (laughs) I'm saving us. We've got the song. You know the fucking vibes. Oh. All right. Sorry, Evan. Go ahead. (sighs) You know the (laughs) the vibes. We've got the song My Competition from Illuminati Congo.
2: You know the fucking vibes? Call me shorty.
3: I'm my only competition is me that's in my way I'm my only competition is me that's in my way I'm my only competition is me that's in my way the mission is progressing from my position of yesterday I'm my only competition is me that's in my way I'm my only competition is me that's in my way I'm my only competition is me that's in my way the mission is progressing from my position of yesterday yeah you no cop. That'll get stomped I gotta a. That'll get charmed. I gotta make more than a lot. She at the bottom, went straight to the top. Raking my plot, aiming my Glock, tending my flock. Minimal rocks running the blocks in colorful socks, floss, sauce. I got the moths, lots drop, shiver top knot. Get this drip, you'd be chasing waterfalls. Why you want a trip with or without a cause? When I tell a new sick 'em, I can't call him off. Our competition is falling off. She read my tarot cards, gave me a
0: back massage. Now we live in large. Illuminati congo the god, my competition. It's been fire. I'm my only competition. It's me. I'm in my way. I probably butcher that. The mission is progression from my position yesterday. I mean, John Hooks killed it with this one, man. Illuminati Congo killed it with this one. The cover art is amazing, by the way. It's just interesting. It's dope, man. It's just, it's just everything that he puts out has uh, just a, just just he doesn't miss, man. He doesn't miss. Illuminati Congo doesn't miss, I man. He's an artist. This is his art. And um, he has some bars on this one, man. Making my plot, tending to my flock. Sauce,
1: floss.
0: <laughs> you trying <laughs> to get this jibby? Be chasing waterfalls, Evan. This is confidence, swagger rap, but it's organic and healthy, non-GMO.
2: <laughs> okay, it's, it's definitely, it's-, it's definitely, it's definitely heavy like dark a little bit, you know, it's like, it's got a good contrast to it. It's not like other things you've heard, which which is what I think I like the most out of it. It makes me want to listen to more because I don't know if I've ever heard a vibe as such that is Illuminati. Tongue twister. I can't talk tonight, guys. Illuminati Congo brought to you by Illuminati Congo. There
0: you go. I like it. That could be a drop maybe uh, on his next album. (laughs) Um, but uh, you know what though, you know, joking aside, man, I love the message in this song. It's kind of like, you know, you're so confident and you have the, the, the keys, you truly have the keys to life and you know, and sometimes it takes a little while to get to this point in life. Sometimes it comes with age or experience. But when you truly mature and get to a point where you understand life and the way that things work, which, by the way, you probably never get there. Nobody does. But if you feel like you get there, you really do understand that the only person that can stop you is you. And that's kind of what this song is all about, man. And I think if you have that belief, it's tremendous confidence. It's like, um, you know, taking ownership of yourself. It's having sovereignty. It's just realizing that you control the world around you. Well, and that, well, not even that. no. You can influence the world around you in the direction that you want it to go, and there's things that get thrown your way that are outside of your control, but you know, you can choose how you react to them. So in the end of the day, it all boils down to you. You're the only one that can stop you, and people that blame other circumstances or other people, well, I don't know if that's necessarily the best way to go about it, and it's maybe not something I co-sign because you know, I, I, I love that mentality of if it didn't go my way, I can fix it, or I can learn from it, and I can turn it into a positive. And I think that energy is is what uh, Illuminati Congo is bringing with this track. So, um, Evan, you're a big rap guy, dude. What do you think?
1: I mean, I do like rap, and I like Illuminati Congo. Illuminati Congo is like <laughs> he is what most rappers search for, which is something unique. Like a lot of people who do rap really dislike being compared to somebody else. There is nobody else that does. Quite what John Hooks does with having conscious lyrics meant to uplift while also having dope flows, dope beats, great art, cool music videos, the whole thing, the the great production, the history behind himself. He's built himself up year after year, brick by brick, you know, doing more and more, never stopping. He doesn't just do rap. He does the meditations, everything else. Breathing. I mean, breathing exercises like you should I breathe breathing? right now. Yeah, I, I oh, guess. yeah. No, yeah. you should also take a breathe, breath. Take right a okay. Sorry.
0: Sorry. It's almost as if you chugged a cup of uh, high-powered, high-octane, optimized coffee. Yeah. (laughs) At 11 p.m. Eastern.
2: (sighs) I mean, I think if you look at his Spotify bio, it's exactly what you're saying, man. Classic, comedic, conscious, controversial, creative, and captivating tantric Rasta hip-hop that enlightens the heart.
1: Oh, my God! Mm. Now, there's
2: a lot of Cs in that <laughs> cult, classic, comedic, conscious, controversial, creative, and captivating tantric rasta hip hop that lightens the heart hey, dude, there is no season. other artist dude, out like- there that can say that in the in the hip hop rap game, conscious hip hop. I've never heard that that being a description under any of their you know names, and
1: if there is someone else like that, I'd love to find them. You know, well,
0: some of you artists out there, better to get your Cs up, all right? You don't have enough Cs, okay? Illuminati Congo has nine Cs describing his vibe. Some of you guys need to get your Cs up, all right? We'll just leave it at that. But,
1: but uh, what? Let's contemplate a way to get our Cs up. I think maybe we play play the next song. We'll have a quick discussion on on our Cs of this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll go from there.
2: Yeah. bam, bam. All, right. yeah.
1: all right, quick C meeting. Up next, we've got the song, Pressure, from Coffee, featuring Buju Bandan. Let's hear it.
3: Hear it on. Them things a joke. Sister, to them. Ooh, 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 yeah. It's real. Never Do you have any doubt?
4: Under the pressure, under the pressure, yeah, under the pressure, under the pressure. If your Porsche be take away, now we nah take a car away. All under pressure, my friend. Sometimes when you're feeling that ride on. I hate your heart enough, you know, but do Now make it so cuz
3: as happy I feel better, uh, be better now feel be living in uh, the a baby under the pressure, my friend And we bound in the struggle Isolated in a bubble One half in the rich, yet another in the poor To bless and please help us We can't take no more We are in the pressure, we are down to the core Oh, money for day and when them send it sure. And every nation come and get rich And we stay poor Them show your $20 and go to the
4: back poor. Tell them, tell them, so we can
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We just had a chance to listen to Pressure featuring Buju Banton. That was by Coffee. And, you know, she's been making a nice wave, giving some Jamaican reggae its, it's, uh, it's place out there in the world. I believe she was actually in the Super Bowl halftime show, if I remember correctly, last year, which I thought was kind of interesting, but this track right here is better than um, what I think I heard at the super T- super bowl halftime show. Uh, you know, I just love hearing more collaborations and more of this rap infused reggae with some roots tied in. I dug it. What'd y'all think?
0: Yeah, man, it wouldn't surprise me if uh coffee uh, would perform to the super bowl. I mean, she's amazing. She's incredible. She's on a meteoric rise and, talked about you know giving Jamaican reggae it's its its place and I feel like its place should be at the very top man because no oh, yeah it's where it all came from man and coffee's keeping you know that that uh that tradition that that culture going um, with amazing inspiring island music and she's uplifting a lot of people and this song came out a while ago but to see the remix with Buju Bantan was incredible. And I love the message in this track, man. It's the essence of it, the core of the the this track for me is just the 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 idea: never give up, right? You know, everyone's facing pressure, but just don't give up. But when you really like kind of peel back the lyrics and try to dig into it a little bit more, it's a song about the pressure of poverty. And the pressure of, I don't know, social economic, you know, the impact of the tourist industry and island culture. It's about being impoverished, oppressed, living in a broken system. All of these things. Buju Bantan in this track says, some work hard, but it's not enough. Now, that's fucking, that's that's wild, man. That goes against everything I believe in. If you, the the idea of life, the fundamental of, the fundamental of like, you know, life should be if you work hard, you get rewarded properly. Working hard should be enough. In theory, that's the way things are set up. You know, if we're in a system right now where people are working hard and doing the right things and that's not enough. Well, that's fucked up, man. And we need to change that, you know. And, and uh, that's, what, that's what that song meant to me. I don't know. Um but I love the message. I love the collaboration. I love what Coffee's doing. I'm just excited to uh, to to watch her career grow and flourish, and to see new music coming. So, um, a, amazing track from my perspective.
2: Wow! You that was, know what else that was, was great amazing? Take, JB. Yeah. I'll tell you what else was amazing was that interview with Blaine Dillinger. Absolutely. I hit my head on the microphone. I think it was a – no, it was a good time. Blaine was awesome. Talked about all sorts of things that he has going on, the new music that's coming out with Dillinger's Hired Guns. What else did you guys like about this conversation?
0: So much, man. He's a very interesting cat. Very humble, you know, listening to the story of how he approached, you know, joining Hyrie and dealing with, like – um you know, coming on to an established band and being a contributor and the mindset that it takes to do yeah. so, I thought I think that he's a content machine. I mean, the guy's constantly going live. You know, he's he's putting out social media. He's always promoting music, playing new music. He has his hands in different projects. I mean, he lives and breathes music. And for that, you know, you know, I, I I'm just so grateful because people like that put out music that I love. So if we can do our part and support him and, and uh, you know, give, give the people that listen to this podcast an opportunity to hear uh, Blaine, then, well, damn it, we've done our job. So why don't we do that? Why don't we do right. our job? Do it, our J-O-B. Like Bill Belichick said, Evan, let's do your job. Let's
1: do it. Let's drop this interview. Do it.
0: Yo, yo, what up, everybody? You know who it is. It's JB. I'm sitting in here in Evan's studio. It's about 159 degrees inside this bad boy, but you know what? We're cooking today, and I'm joined by the aforementioned Evan Yarmo. Evan, represent yourself, man. Tell the people what it is. Let them know how you doing, dude.
1: What's up? What's up? I'm doing fan fantastic today jb
0: nice nice dude i like that that's positive positive. and you know who else is positive and brings a lot of positive irie vibes mr Zona himself none other than brett coleman brett what up dude
2: what is happening man i'm excited to be here once again it's for the vods it's a good time and we've got so many damn good things in store this is going to be a great day. Let's do it. Dude, this is going to be an amazing day. And I'm going to tell you why, man,
0: because it's not just us here. All right. We're joined by a guitar assassin, a shredder of legendary status. He's related to a member of the Dillinger gang. Okay. He's been a part of some of the coolest reggae rock bands out there, like Clear Conscience, Shrub. Hyrie. He rocks an iconic Mohawk. He's been dominating the guitar game for over a decade. He's a teacher. He's a shredder. He's an advocate of nature and a healthy lifestyle. He's a musical mercenary. He's insanely talented. The Patreon Don, ladies and gentlemen, Blaine Dillinger of Hyrie. Blaine, what What up, dude? How you doing?
6: Damn, dude. That is that i can you please re-record that now that is the best hype <laughs> intro i've ever had in my life
0: nice thank dude. you that makes me stoked and it's well deserved and we're certainly very pumped to have you uh joining us so let me let me ask you man how's uh how's life paint a picture man what's going on in the life of blaine right now man let the people know how you doing
6: i'm doing well man i'm doing well thanks for asking i'm uh sitting a lot lately (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) it's
6: been kind of the life uh been little studio rap basically just Mm. working on my 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 home studio setup and my recording game and uh that's that's been the majority of my life for the past several months awesome man well
0: i tell you what i'm very familiar with who you are and your work and so is evan and so is brett and so is 99 percent of the people that are listening to this podcast but just for that one percent that doesn't know uh blaine what would you how would you describe your your musical resume like let the people know man i think i mentioned a couple names before clear conscience shrub hyrie let the people know kind of you know <clears throat> your uh yeah your musical resume
6: man and, and kind of where it stands today what you're working on today yeah man thanks uh Most people know me as the lead guitarist for Hyrie. I've been playing with with her and with them for, uh, what is it, going on six years, a little over six years now. I joined in May of 2014. Uh, Before that, I was uh, the lead guitarist for Clear Conscience from 2012 to about 2015. And prior to that, I was the uh, lead guitarist for Shrub from about... 2000 end of 2011, I think 2009 or so, nine or eight, I think is when that project started. And I'm currently also the lead guitarist for Shrub uh, uh, from last year until till present. That's I amazing. also have a thank you. I also have my own project called Dillinger's Hired Guns. Uh, it's a bunch of weird instrumental reggae rock fusion music that's been stuck in my head for years that I'm finally finally able to get out. So I'm super excited for that. And uh, yeah, I do some other session work. I've been on uh, other albums with other artists and and things like that. Uh, you can check it all out at uh, DillingerMusic.com. Yeah.
1: Nice. DillingerMusic.com. DillingerMusic.com. Good plug right there. I like it, man. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: let, let me ask you a question, man. This is out of curiosity, but you know, some people, you know, live their lives and, you know, they focus on music and they may be so lucky someday to get into a band that has some mild success. And then I look at you, you're somebody who's like achieved that and then done it again and again. And like, you know, you've been involved in these like amazing, impactful, timeless bands in our genre. Um, My question for you is like, What do you attribute that to? Like, what, like, how is it that, like, some people play music their whole life and never really, you know, get past that ceiling, but you've been able to, like, do that and and stay relevant and move around and work on these different projects? Like, are you just, like, and don't be humble. You can say, I'm just an amazing guitarist. Or is that something about your personality or just timing? Or what do you attribute that to?
6: Oh, that's a great question. And and actually, that's something that that a lot of other musicians that I talk to have, have asked me about, especially musicians from my little hometown of Ohio, uh, Finley, Ohio, or uh, where I went to school in Columbus, Ohio. Um, A lot of musicians are super talented. um, But I think the kind of two factors that contributed to my, I guess, current success and my uh, ability to basically be a blue collar musician, which is amazing, um, is is the fact that, I'm not necessarily any better than any of those guys sitting at home. And as a matter of fact, I could probably walk out into the middle of San Diego and, and flick somebody in the ear and they're probably a better guitarist than I am. It's just statistic. There's so many great musicians out there, but personally, I have kind of two things that, that I've always done. And one is to always say yes, when, whenever it's possible. So when uh, when Hyrie was uh, putting out a thing, looking for a sub guitarist at the time, uh, not even a permanent position, uh, I just said, yeah, I'd love to interview. So I sent a video interview in and then they're like, all right, so you're in San Francisco, but we're in San Diego. And I was like, I'll still come down and do an interview and I'll still come down for practices and I'll still come down to play gigs. And they're like, are you sure, bro? And I'm like, yeah, man. Let me let me go down there. And so they did. And then uh, I just kept showing up. I learned all my material. I said yes to the opportunity. And then when they asked me if I wanted to go on tour, they're like, hey, it was the first first national tour that I'd ever been on. And they were like, would you like to be our guitarist on this tour? It was with Stick Figure and Pacific Dub before Stick Figure like skyrocketed. Yeah. And they're like... They're not paying us enough money to pay anybody. We're all doing it for free. Do you want to go out for two and a half months and make zero dollars? And I was like, yeah, sign me up. Let's do this. And uh, kind of the same thing with Shrub and Clear Conscience. They, the opportunity presented itself. And I just said, yes. Nice. It's like that Jim Carrey movie. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the difference between uh, why I've been able to play in really cool projects. And a lot of people haven't because they might've looked at Hyrie, for example, and and been like, Oh, they're not going to pay me. I'm not going to go on this two month tour. I can't afford that. Or, Oh, they're, you know, eight and a half hours away. I'm I'm not going to do that. Um, Whereas I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it my, I'm going to give it my all. And the other thing is like, I always come prepared. Mm. So I learn everything ahead of time. I I don't rely on my quote unquote talent. I rely on the fact that I, I work on stuff and I have stuff memorized. So when they go to play a song, I know that song already. I'm not just going to try to wing it or, through it or whatever. I I know what parts have been played, what parts were played live, what parts were played on the album. And so I, I come in prepared. I say yes. And I try to get along with people because when you're stuck in a, in, well, we're lucky to be on a bus now, but when you're stuck in a van with 10 to 12 other people, you have to get along or, or it's just not going to work. So if I let my ego get in the way, I could have easily you know, I could have easily blown up at people or been miserable or whatever, hmm. but I, I, I work to get along with other people. And I think that goes a long way because at the end of the day, you want someone who can play, but you also want someone that you can be around.
2: <laughs> so what I'm, what I'm hearing you say is that that's a good mix of confidence and passion and talent, not just in the musicianship, respect i mean obviously that's there that's that's given but the ability to uh be malleable i imagine being on a a small van for months on end with people that sounds like i mean you obviously got familiar with by going down and seeing and practicing but being in a van for two months has to be a completely different experience so i mean talent i i think what you're saying is right so talent is one thing and you know a lot of people with talent but then there's a lot of people that also share that talent that are unable to convey that through not only the music, but through the camaraderie of having to be in a band, you know, and that's got to be a challenge all in itself. I mean, how did you get that adjustment into, I, I imagine it is like the fish in the water, like you got dropped into the tank and then you got to adapt because I know you love animals. So that's kind of how I like it. Correlating I like these it. Things here.
6: Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I mean, <clears throat> talent will, talent will get you so far. Um, and I I guess the more talent you have, the more the ability you have to be
2: more not, opportunity not maybe.
6: personable, I guess, sure, but <laughs> yeah, um, you have to have a certain level to kind of get through the door, but but you have to want to go through the door, even if it even if it means taking a lifestyle adjustment change, lowering your expectations of of housing and nice cars or or whatever to 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 do what you love to do and and then yeah you have to get along with the people that you're working with and that's that's kind of the the big things and and you want to you want to be you want to have done what's expected of you if if someone goes to play a song you want to know the damn song
2: <laughs> so how do you evolve that relationship? Cause you were saying with Shrub, like you've done a lot of the, you know, the music composition for that. Um, you were mentioning prior time and we talked about, you know, Trisha's style where she'll kind of put down a melody and kind of, you know, give that to you guys and then it sounds like you build upon it. So how do you establish that trust to take, you know, from, from like the introduction, right? So these you talk about evolution. So how do you take how do you work with, like, how do you learn how to work artistically? Because that's such a damn sensitive thing. So how do yeah. you learn how to do that and tap and, and dance that dance?
6: I mean, every, every artist and every band has, has kind of their own dynamic, right? So in the case of, of Hyrie, um, she works really well with the horn players. So uh, Chris and Andrew, phenomenally talented people who I continue to learn from every day. I actually just took a uh, an EQ lesson with Andrew over Zoom <laughs> a couple weeks ago because I was like, man, how do you dial in these really nice cuts and how do you get these instruments to just sit so perfectly? So, you know, I sat down and and picked his brain over that a couple weeks ago, but Trish works really well with them. And she also has a. a a couple of team of songwriters that have been really helping her kind of develop her songwriting style. So when it comes to the the Hyrie setup is she basically will flesh out these amazing ideas for songs uh, and then either solo or collabing with, with one of the aforementioned people. And then once kind of the song is in its, in its ready stage, then the rest of the band will pick it up and, and add parts and, and try to uplift the song. So my goal, my goal and my role in Hyrie is to take these awesome compositions and, and make them better and add to them, you know, depending on whatever scenario is needed, but whether it's a recording situation or a live situation. With Shrub, it's a, it's a little different ball game. So with Shrub, it's it's kind of like uh, Jay comes up with these really really cool um, stories, I guess if you will, and really really cool ideas for songs and song structures, and he will just kind of uh, take any any like track he's hearing on on the radio or whatever, and he'll just rap right over top of it, like if he's feeling a vibe. So then. He'll send it to me and be like, I got this great idea for a song and I have to decipher kind of the what he liked about what he sent me and then build a track that encompasses those things but then supports him as, as the vocalist and the melodies that he's coming up with and then building everything out from there. So that's much more of a songwriting, uh, more collab, or I'll send him stuff that I've written that I'm like, you know, I have this thing I call my beat orphanage and I have all these little orphan beats and I'll send him a bunch of orphan beats and he'll like pick one. Uh, on the last album, I wrote one on the high Rebus, uh, uh which ended up being Shrub Love. I just nice. like tapped it out. It was one of my little orphan beats and he was like, I love this. And he wrote this whole tribute to the entire reggae scene uh, over that track. So it's, it's much different roles. And then with Dillinger's Hired Guns, it's like, what weird stuff is, is, needs to get out of my head. So that one's kind of like a free-for-all, no-holds-barred. I kind of like don't worry about whatever comes out comes out. You know what I mean? If the style is not necessarily reggae or if the style is uh, changes four times in the song or if the song is like six minutes long, I don't care, man. I just wanna, I just want to jam those tunes because they're stuck in my head.
2: So, so you kind every- of send the recipe for it. Like, cause we're, you're talking like Dillinger's higher gun. You, you've had some of the most epic anthems I, I think so far. I mean, jellyfish of love, Witch duck, Witch duck I I mean, I still picture this giant wall of speakers <laughs> that can just blast you back with this epicness. Uh, but then you're talking about Kyle Ahern coming up on the next release, which we definitely want to talk about. And we had an experience talking to Kevin Reese, uh, from the Reese brothers, uh, his project Echoing Dream where Kyle Ahern had sent him some tracks and it, he was like I was blown away by the solo but I'm so amazed by Kevin Reese as a guitarist because he is really a great guitarist you yourself are an amazingly great guitarist so um, is it just taking this vibe like you set the menu of this is where I'm looking to go and you guys just run with it and then you create this greatness that becomes a Dillinger's Higher Gun is that maybe yeah yeah
6: i'll just I'll just get these weird, crazy ideas in my head, and then Dillinger's hired guns is my my ability to try to execute those things that wouldn't necessarily fly in like a more structured format. So, for instance, the one you're talking about is called elephant, and uh, it's gonna feature Kyle Ahern on on some lead guitar uh, and myself on lead guitar. But with that one, i I kind of wrote this idea of like, everything in a song generally is like in groups of four and you hear it and you don't notice it as a casual listener, but as a musician, you're thinking everything's in groups of four, four, four beats in a measure, four everything measures in a phrase, four, four all the
1: time. That's it. Four, exactly. four, nothing else. Raise it up to exactly. zero decibels. Four, four, there's your music.
6: <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. So in this one, I was like, fuck that. So I decided (laughs) that I was going to do uh, um, six-bar phrases. So instead of groups of four, it's like a group of four and a group of two. And then it turns around on itself exactly where you think it should continue on. Um, And I really love that idea. And it gave it this kind of... Cyclical, cyclical type of vibe uh, and with the riffs that I chose to write around it the way that the phrasing turns around it just gives it a vibe that you don't necessarily hear um, in standard reggae or reggae rock music and then in the choruses it goes from more rock to more reggae but then the beat like kind of flips on itself so where you think one is going to be you're already in the next section that's kind of the best way to explain it so like things like that don't necessarily flow that well in in more pop oriented or message oriented musics unless you're accenting certain lines maybe maybe a line has an extra two words to make it complete so you got to find a way to add two beats in there to make that line complete but if I can do it in a way through Dillinger's Hired Guns where I'm doing stuff like that all the time, when it comes time to add stuff to that, to other people's compositions, I can dial that back and have that kind of in my back pocket as an extra skill. I can make that song better or make that song stand out from other songs.
1: Blaine, I got to say, you're, you're totally talking my language. I mean, I'm involved in like (laughs) local music heavily over here. So I'm like recording my friends and like always looking for new different stuff. And there's always different levels of like, positivity and talent, right? Like if you're working with somebody who just isn't motivated to make a really good, fun song that's genuine, you feel it. But if you're working with someone who maybe is not as talented but really wants to express themselves, it's a lot more fun. And it sounds like, man, you're just looking to really play fun, good, genuine music. Um, You've talked about, hey, you've learned to try and always say yes. Is positivity something that's come naturally to you? or is it something that you've kind of had to work on over time to figure out, Hey man, how can I be a happy, motivated person? Um,
6: a little of both. I, I, I think I've always had kind of a, a positive outlook on life for the most part, but I've definitely had my, my times where the struggle is like super real. So being able to kind of flip that around, uh, before i kind of go down a a horrible path has always been my struggle but yeah just in general i'm always i'm trying to look at what are the positives what are the opportunities how can i how can i make my myself or someone else better because i'm here or because of you know what we're going to do in this situation Uh, and yeah that's always Always my goal, uh, whether it's well executed or not, I guess is for other people to decide. That's
0: uh, that's awesome. That's super uh, motivating and, and inspiring. One question I have for you, Blaine, is listening to you talk about music and break down music and talk about the fundamentals, especially when like joining um, Hyrie and and kind of the, the tactical approach you take to music and then just listening to you break things down. Um, you, you know, for me, there's an art and a science to everything that you do, right? It just, that's my philosophy in life. There's an art and a science behind everything and listening to you talk about breaking down music. Um, you, you seem to take a, a kind of a, that scientific approach, but then listening to your music, you hear the creativity. So, um, how do you find that balance between art and, and science of, of music when, when you're putting, you know,
6: your music out there, putting your art out there? That's, that's a good question. I, I, I just like to nerd out on stuff. So <laughs> nice. if if I'm exploring a concept, I'm going to try that concept a hundred different ways. And I'm going to write a whole song just to explore that concept more. Or I'll write two songs or four songs that'll explore an idea that I have or a style that I'm learning or whatever. And so the goal is to give myself a, a, a criteria, I guess that's the scientific part, like, oh, I'm gonna do six bar phrases here and I'm gonna flip the B section. Or I'm gonna do, um, I'm gonna play a synth part, but I'm gonna play it just tapping on the acoustic guitar or whatever my criteria is. And then I just go and have a bunch of fun with it and then create and not necessarily worry about anything but sticking in that criteria now if there's a vocalist involved or i'm working on somebody else's project mm-hmm. i'm going to 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 do that but in a manner of like what best supports the vocals how can i best accent what this person is is trying to express yeah that makes um, sense
0: awesome. yeah yeah i like it i like it man that's got me thinking no that's uh that's an interesting answer and it's funny cuz we talked about you know, kind of the creative side and, and uh, you know, some other elements of your career. But um, one thing I've noticed about you is, you know, obviously, number one, you have your hands in all these different projects. Um, so you're a very motivated uh, person, but you also kind of have like a, you know, a business mind about you. And, and recently, um, you know, it seems like you've been doing certain things, just kind of investing in your career. I've seen, you know, more content, more art. You're doing Um, you know, going live on Instagram and having conversations with people. And, um, you know, I also know that Patreon is something that you recently introduced. Um, So I don't know if maybe you could just take a moment and number one, plug your Patreon for all the listeners, uh, because they need to check that out. But number two, uh, talk about kind of that. I don't know if I want to say like the business side of it, but more just the drive, like the, uh, the, you know, get more content out there, doing things like Patreon, maybe if you could speak to that part of the game i think that might be
6: yeah of course bro of course so i think when when it comes to art and musicians i feel like uh money is a dirty word Mm. and 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 those that have it shy away from talking about it and those that don't have it uh chastise those that do and and say that they're selling out or not not um or they cheated in, in some way, in some aspect of their career or life. So there's, there's this weird, weird kind of balance that you have to do. I mean, it, it, it's a part of life. And, and if you're going to make a living playing music, you have to make a living <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can take the risks. You know what I mean? Like I, I played in high reef for, I think for the first, like year to two years, we didn't get paid anything, not even per diem. And, and they didn't pay themselves anything either. Everything got reinvested. And then honestly, if you go to any business school, that's what they tell you. If you're going to start your own business, if you go buy a bookstore or whatever, you're going to lose money for the first two years. It's just kind of a fact of life. You have to invest in the business and, and build market share, and then you can start turning a profit. Um, So with the Patreon patreon.com/dillinger music uh, you can Patreon.com join me on there Dillinger music. yes i love that radio voice i don't have that so <laughs> with the patreon and and with the other things the 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 online store at dillingermusic.com and 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 other little things that i've been doing to uh, to help support myself when i can't tour it's just for me it's a way to allow people People who want to connect with me and who want to support me, the means to do so. So, say that you know uh, you're a fan of mine, uh, and I have a song. I could sell you that song for 99 cents, and that's the end of the transaction. Or you could just go stream it for free, right? That's and I make 0.0039 cents per that stream. Um, (laughs) so like, there's not a lot of room to create, you know what I mean? It costs hundreds of dollars to hire musicians, to hire an engineer and a producer to mix and master and, and, and distribute and market a song that you're going to see very little investment on. So what I started realizing through this quarantine is that if I give people more ways to, to support and invest in me if they want to, and they can, they will. And the music, then I'm able to just give to anyone who wants slash needs it. So say you have no money, but you like my music, you can go to Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, and you can listen to it for free. And you can come join my Facebook and say hi to me on my live streams and just hang out. And that's it. That's all you have to do if you, if you like the music, you just listen to it and maybe share it with your friends. But if you like the music and you're like, man, I really want to have this guy make a bunch more music. Uh, how can I how can I help him do that? Well, then you could go and you could buy a T-shirt or a coffee with Blaine mug or like you could go to my Patreon and uh, support me there in which case you'll be getting all of my music, most of my collaborations, high quality pictures of my artwork, uh, Zoom meetings discussing uh, new music. Uh, I just actually dropped a, an entire album on Patreon today oh, <laughs> that wow. I recorded when I was like 20 years old that never got released. Wow! And I was just like, I have this sitting here. Why not share it with the people who are supporting me? I don't think it'll ever make it onto Spotify or anything like that. But if anyone is like super curious, what like early twenties Blaine who was super freaking high and wanted to sound like a combination of incubus and the chili peppers, but didn't know how to record or didn't actually have the skills that I have now, you can go and find out, you know what I mean? Like it's all, it's all about giving people the opportunity to, to support you as an artist if they want to. And, and so that's, that's kind of the thing that I've been trying to establish are these systems in place so that those who like me can support me at any potential level, because I don't, I don't care if you have money. I don't care if you don't have money, if you like my music and it helps you, I want you to be able to listen to it. And if you want to help others do that and and help me continue to do that, you can do so as well.
0: Well, Blaine, I feel like you're dropping knowledge right now on the people, man, that's, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm getting this like, you know what, in this genre, man, it's all about love. And I think people listening, man, if they want to show love and support the artist, uh, Blaine, just let you know exactly how to do that. Because we need it in this genre more than ever. We don't have the big industry machines, you know, backing us and and like elaborate, uh, you know, million dollar deals like, like in hip hop, man. This is all about the love and the passion. And I think you said it well, man, if, if the music helps you. Support the people that make that music so you get more of it. It's a win win. All right. I like it, man. Um, oh, pa- thanks, what was man.
2: the Patreon?
6: Patreon.com not- <laughs> slash Dillinger Music. Nice.
2: Awesome. I-, I highly recommend the guitar picks. Oh, yeah, man. You got one. I got, Hell I yeah. Got, like the 10 pack. I fucking love them. Nice. They're good. That coffee
0: mug looked
1: pretty fire too, man.
2: I'm oh yeah, right. that's pretty that good, too. <laughs> <things> good too. good <laughs> too.
1: What's, what's the thickness on those picks? I could be in the market here. What do we got?
2: Evan loves thickness.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So hey, those are small but mighty. You tell them, Blaine. I have. No those idea. are.
6: Th- you, are you familiar with Dunlop's Jazz Three? Pick? Yes. Okay, so those are Dunlop Jazz Three picks. Nice. Basically, and they're they're tiny and they're thick, yeah, and they're like. They're really good for single note picking and picking really fast and they they're not going to give against the string. So they're not necessarily the best like acoustic guitar strummy singer songwriter pick. But if you have to if you have to rip some notes or get in that little tremolo tremolo reggae thing going on, they're super, super handy for that. And they have my name on them, so that's cool too. Nice,
2: that's true. And and your signature. Mm-hmm.
6: There you go. Sounds like mm-hmm. a hell of a deal
0: right there. I like it. <laughs> um, hey Blaine, one uh, one fun fact about you, man. And and I, you know, obviously we always do our research when we're talking to you know amazing artists here. But um, this is one that stood out. So obviously we're regular three hundred and sixty, and we are absolute fans of uh, top shelf music magazine, and and uh, you know what they've been able to do. I think now they're top, just top shelf music. And, um, you know, I, you have an interesting connection to somebody very prominent, uh, at, at uh, what, you know, one of the top, um, reggae media outlets in the game. And, and certainly someone we're a, we're a fan of, I, I don't know. Can we, can we bring that up? Can we talk about that here? Yeah. yeah we about everything else.
6: Of course, man. Yeah. Of course. My, my life, I try to keep as, as open as possible. Yes. Uh, because you know, it's, people people connect with you as a person just as much as they connect with you as a musician and I, I i don't have any if i had kids it'd be different i'd be like oh don't don't leave my kids alone <laughs> but i don't have kids and i don't plan on having kids so you know i try to keep my life as, as an open book it's a great, mm. great way to be accountable too but anyway as i rant and ramble my uh my amazing girlfriend is christy rose she's the editor in chief of top shelf music and she is the most amazing human I have ever met and all of a lot of these, if not all of the things that I've been sharing with you about about marketing music and, and, you know, releasing and monetizing music is stuff that she has taught me and helped me with. And, uh, basically, you know, guided me through these, these crazy, crazy waters. Uh, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I I uh I saw the connection and it it makes sense and and uh you know, she definitely is somebody that brings a lot of energy and passion to this music industry and you know, we're we're a fan of her writing and her video content and and what she represents as well as top shelf in general. I'm curious. Um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, Reggae 360 for the vibes. We've got uh Brett who had and and still does The Vibes Alive radio show and you know, there's other outlets like the pier, um, root fire. Can you talk about from an artist perspective, the community that you see, not only the fans and, and, you know, Facebook pages and stuff like that, but actual like media outlets that are really just trying to raise awareness and increase the vibration, uh, for, for reggae music, maybe from your perspective, how you kind of view those things.
6: Yeah. Let me, uh, let me just elaborate a little bit. And, uh, it's, uh, Chris, Christy is, is now my lovely girlfriend, but, uh, way back in the day when I met her, she was, she was just a photographer. I think when I first met her was 2012 or 2013, I think it was 2012 Cali roots. I was playing with clear conscience and she snapped a couple pictures of me. And afterwards I introduced myself and said, hi, and then just went about my, my business. Right. And then I found one of her pictures, online. And I'm like, this is amazing. Uh, This is my first festival that I've ever played out in California. I love this picture. And it became my Facebook profile picture for forever. And then uh, I met her again in 2015 uh, with Clear Conscience, or was it 14 or 15? I think 15. And uh, I was playing and she snapped in another couple of pictures and met her again, said hi, whatever in passing. And then saw the pictures and I was like, these are amazing. So those became actually my profile pictures again. No idea. Like, you know what I mean? You just meet people and and you talk to them, but to, to expand upon that, I, I feel that photographers, uh, media, media outlets and publications, uh, reviewers and, and writers um promoters all of these people are the backbone of of our industry and our scene so if it wasn't for christy and other amazing photographers uh sean mccracken comes to mind because his pictures he's amazing blow my mind every time uh uh and there's so many so many others that i i can't even like there's a list but I, I always make sure to go through and I meet them. I introduce myself to them. I talk to them because they're doing exactly what we're doing. Most of the time, they're not getting paid. Most of the time, they're just getting shuffled around by security like everyone else. Most of the time, like, they're getting underappreciated by the artists. Not, not all the time and not so much in the reggae industry as in other industries. But a lot of these people are, like, doing all this work. And if it wasn't for... The, uh, these people, especially photographers, like I would have. I would have no content like it's it's amazing, like every shot that I look epic on stage or that you see from behind my head with a mohawk is shining through and the the crowd is out there and it just these big epic videos or whatever. Like that's because someone is making me look good. Otherwise, it would be the most god awful homely looking thing going on if it wasn't for these people, like taking the time to, to use their art to, to expand upon our art, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, So I appreciate all of the media outlets and, and all of the photographers and all the videographers and, and all the promoters who like basically live in the shadows so that, so that people like me can, can, can look good and and it gives the average listener who listens with their eyes an introduction to want to s- stream a song of mine mm. or to you know check out a music video by Hyrie like Sugar Shack Sessions is another great one oh yeah those guys have done so much for Hyrie um as far as setting up these acoustic shots and and, and videos and doing like uh album like behind the scenes videos and and just all the things man and and they make us look good you know what I mean if it wasn't for them it, it the struggle would be much much more yeah. yeah yeah I think that's that's my my rant I love you guys and I love all of the guys awesome. who 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 bring up the entire scene and I, I'm saying me but I'm just one musician so like you know expand that by all of the amazing bands and artists in the scene and and these people are doing it for all of them for for most of the time for for little more than than three songs in the pit and then getting booted out to the back so like they work their asses off and they deserve to be appreciated
2: amen
0: I like that. I like that. Hey, uh, one just random thing that popped in my head. Uh, So we talked a lot there about uh, Hyrie. I I love Hyrie. I love what you guys are doing. And Trish is one of the most like uh, just I, I don't know. There's something about her vibe, her energy that she just connects with people. And, you know, she's an amazing artist and a super talented human being. Do you have like I'm putting you on the spot here, but do you have any like Trish stories that you could share
6: on this podcast, man?
0: Uh, just just in your, your your time interacting with her and and uh, and the band in general.
6: Trish stories, huh? There are there are so many so many on the road stories. Let me think. Let me think if there's something that I can particularly or share. E- even if you don't have
0: a story, like hilarious. how would you how would you describe her? You know, not not the the personality that we see you know on Instagram, but just her as a person, maybe in your your interactions. If you can't
6: think of a story, uh, she she is the most real person one for an artist that I, I guess I've ever really come in contact with. So like, literally everything about her is one hundred percent genuine, and I have I know a lot of people look at her because she's. Pretty or whatever but I've always looked at her like as, as, as one of the guys and also as like a little sister um, not little sister as in like you know she needs to be escorted around or whatever but as like a family member and uh, she is just anything that anything that the band is, is is doing any adventures that we're on she's right there leading the charge man she, she will, I'll, I'll be passed out. I will wake up at five in the morning and she'll still be going strong. It's, she's amazing. She is like such a freaking trooper and she always takes a lot of the interactions that I have with fans. And the reason that I have such a good rapport with fans is, is because I watch her and I see how appreciative that she is and how she interacts with people and how she can, uh, really connect with people in, in the smallest amount of time possible, even if it's just for a moment, she can make that connection with people. And I've, I've always taken that to heart because I, I've always been extremely shy and extremely introverted as a person. Um So like, I remember, I think the first cali with, with Hyrie uh, Trish and I were just walking around and I was like, Oh, look, it's it's whatever band and I was like they're so awesome and she's like well let's go say hi and I was like no I can't go say hi and she's like dragging me over to see the band and to introduce me to to the artists like (laughs) because I I I have this thing of like small groups of people I can go play in front of 30,000 people but Mm. you get me in a room with like four people and I just like uh (laughs) and it doesn't matter if they're like super famous or if they're like just a regular person me starting a conversation or me bringing something out of another person I always have to wait to be uh brought into a conversation if huh. that makes sense yeah yeah I, I feel that I've always been like that super introverted super shy awkward person but she she has probably brought me out of that shell more so than any other person I've I've ever been in contact with. And I, I, I love, I love her for that. It's amazing. That's huge, man. That's awesome. Well, I'm
2: embarrassed out. to say it, but like the first person I've ever been starstruck by was her because, <laughs> and it was really weird because I feel like I can talk to anybody. And yeah, it's like, she's, she's, you know, she's a cute lady. She's cool. But then you see her in concert. And she's got this great energy. And so I knew I I, I went to the, uh, it was a black sheep in Colorado Springs. I brought a friend with me. wasn't familiar with Hyrie. And I got over there before and I bought a hat because I really dug like the black hat with the Rasta R. I'm like, okay, or the red, golden, green R. And I'm like, okay, I like this. And then she was just like there. She's like, hey, you want me to sign it? I'm like, oh, whoa. Like it just took me back because it was not what I was expecting out of just showing up and, and, oh, wow, she's like super, hey, do you want to take a picture? Like, oh, okay. And I, I just didn't know what to do. I don't know if it was starstruck or just dumbfounded that somebody was being so nice in the sense of, you know, like this community, it was, I was starting to reach out more to them and I don't always get a warm reception. Like you talk about media in general can be either loved or hate or disregarded. And so sometimes you don't feel that love and just coming in as just a normal, hey, I love your guys' music, I was taken back. And then my friend that I was with was like, I don't get it. I'm like, just watch the show. And then after it said he wanted to go buy a CD and he's like, I don't know if I can, because she was back there citing CDs. It was like the presence and that mood and that, that yeah, the overall presence of being welcoming to anybody and everybody that's supporting is kind of unreal. And it took me a minute to be like, what the hell was that? Because it was so, I was kind of dumbfounded. I was just taken back by this genuine, um, approachability and welcomeness to to just say what up because there's always the feeling to want to say what's up but then you don't know if it's okay and especially when you're a fan and you don't have the interaction with people to be welcomed is something that you know you do a lot of that too with the with the coffee chats anybody can pop on and you're still acknowledging and talking and it's it's not because it's Blaine Dillinger the guitarist of Hyrie, it's Blaine as a human and it's this whole different interaction of staying human like you were talking about that hat you know um yeah it's that same thing where it's like oh wow there's there's an element that supports this community by being a real person and i think probably some of y'all synergy is because of that you share that same sentiment that's it's really dope
6: yeah we're we definitely strive to be you know authentic to our to ourselves i mean you you always want to put your best foot forward of course like you know, you know, you see us in all these matching outfits and you see these huge choreographies and all the lights and, and the whole spectacle. That's because, like, when we go out there, we want to give you guys our best, whatever that is. Mm. And if I was a plumber, I'd probably want to do that. I want to make sure your pipes look amazing. Whoa! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, yo! There it is, there it is. And <laughs> uh, but, you, but you get the idea, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think everyone in the band shares that, like, we just want to bring... Our best for the people who are spending their money to support us, like they're the real heroes. They're the reason that we can do this every day. So you know, they they kind of deserve
2: us at our at our peak every time. Hundred percent. That's like you're talking about Sugar Shack and the one take videos. I think the reason a one take video is successful, like yes, they're capturing you guys, but you've got this energy that is just over the top. And that energy is what's being captured. So you're providing that energy to be captured, to allow it to be a once take and be satisfactory to the millions of people that are watching it later, which is pretty damn incredible.
6: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well said. Well said. Well,
0: listen, man, if there's one thing I've learned playing this conversation, you are a, uh, humble, just intelligent, grounded, real human being. This has been a, a fantastic conversation. I've learned a lot about you as a musician and your just kind of mindset and philosophy. Picked a brain on a couple of things, man. This has been a pretty epic conversation. And and before we wrap up, um, I know uh, Brett touched on this a little bit that you had some uh, some new music coming out. But uh, do you want to just speak to the fans real quick, uh, let them know what they should be looking out for here in the near future? Uh, and,
6: and and what to get excited about. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I have a, a couple couple new tracks coming out uh, with Dillinger's Hired Guns. Uh, one of them is called Elephant And one of them is called Time Sloth. And they will be dropping probably, I want to say, end of September, beginning of October. And then probably end of October, beginning of November-ish. Depending on, you know, uh, getting all the pieces in place for the releases. And then... Uh, there's going to be a, a new single coming out with Shrub in the new future. Hyrie just dropped a new single. There's a couple of um, other things that we're, we got in the works that should be announced really soon. And what else? Uh, just, yeah, uh, please Keep up with me on social media. Anything at Dillinger Music, Instagram at Dillinger Music, YouTube at Dillinger Music, uh, Facebook at Dillinger Music, and I will keep you posted as to to everything as it comes out. I got some really cool projects that are kind of under wraps, uh, unless you're part of my Patreon, and then you already know. (laughs) Is that is that too much? No, dude. Is that low key too much? I
0: I like it, Um, man. You gotta tease them. You gotta (laughs) let them know what they're missing out on, man. That's the only way that they can find out uh, where to get the good stuff at. So, um, I love it, man. Well, I tell you what, man, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're fans of your music. We're going to be here. Anything reggae 360 can do for you. Anything for the vibes podcast can do for you. Anything, uh, the vibes of live radio show, uh, and Irizona can do for you, man. Let us know. And, um, Blaine, I just, I appreciate your time and I appreciate the good conversation and uh, I, I, like I said, I'll be, you know, from the sidelines watching the game, uh, rooting as a fan and and uh, just much love, and much respect, man. Appreciate your time.
6: Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. You guys are exactly what I'm talking about. Like, you don't you you guys are going out of your way to uh, to, to support me and my music and so many bands and so many musicians in the scene, their music like you guys are 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 the epitome of what i'm talking about so thank you reggae 360 and and uh vibes alive and and the whole the whole shebang you guys are amazing i really appreciate your time uh thank you so much
0: thank you blaine myself all right
2: gentlemen peace take care man thank you
0: That was a fantastic conversation. That was an amazing conversation. Blaine Dillinger is a uh, uh, super talented individual, and I enjoyed every second of it, people. And if you're still with us, well, we're going to give you the next half of Reggae 360 Top 10 Songs of the Week. And then we're going to give you a positive thought. All right, That's what we're going to do for the second half of this podcast. Unless, Evan, you feel some kind of way and you think we should do something different. You know? You speak you your peace, dude. Or what is it? Sp- speak your peace or forever hold your, forever shut the fuck up. What is it? How does it go at weddings when they're about to get married? They're like, speak now or forever hold your, yeah, speak now, or forever hold your peace. You
1: yeah, they definitely don't say shut the fuck up. At the I don't wedding. know, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive. Definitely Um, not positive. When me and my lady get married, you know, maybe we'll mix that in for you, give you a little extra spice. Okay. Um all right. Well, I hope things work out for her. Absolutely. (laughs) Up next, we've got the song Me and My Lady. Oh,
5: dude, you were doing a transition. (laughs) Ah, shit.
3: This day one feet on it over. Swing the wine, she moving at the saucer. Sign at the time, she feel it getting closer. Bring the line, she bring that to the owner. That's a my queen, if you understand. Keep it 100 and on her underhand. Step on the scene with the contraband. Quite crazy, she's this one lady. For a safety, please, no try, play with. Don't rate with me, no watch face, just meet my lady. Rock and stop.
0: the but place... Tessellated, me and my lady. Evan, I'm going to give you a little uh, lesson, okay? Okay. Tessel, tessellation, okay? It's a tiling or tessellation of a flat surface. It is the covering of a plane using one or more geometric shapes called tiles. With no overlaps and no gaps in mathematics, okay, tessellations can be generalized to higher dimensions and a variety of geometries. A periodic tiling has a repeating pattern. Are you catching a theme, Evan? No. (laughs) What's that? You know, it, it... Tessellation, it, it seems like a pretty freaking cool thing, all right? That's that's what ties it all together, dude. And Tessellated is an artist, okay? And an artist who put out a fantastic track, Me and My Lady. And for me, man, the, the horns, dude, the horns on this track just go hard, dude. And Tessellated, okay, whose real name is Joshua Meeks, is a music producer and songwriter who was raised in Jamaica. And fun fact about him, man, he was recently uh, nominated to have one of his songs featured in an ad for Apple. So you might have heard of Tessellated before, all right? The the man has been on a a freaking Apple ad campaign, which is big, big. And this song goes, man. This song right here, Me and My Lady, it's not the one featured in the Apple ad, all right? But it is about a ride or die. Okay, it's about that one person who has your back no matter what. And it just sounds fucking phenomenal, man. This is Tessellated. This is my introduction to Tessellated. And I love it, man. This is a track that uh, is definitely going on the playlist. For sure. So Evan, despite your uh, lack of just being able to fully grasp the definition of
1: tessellation it was probably my horrible explanation of it, uh, what do you think of the song? I thought the song was great. It's got that sexy Calypso kind of feel. Ooh. You know, that uh, a, I don't know, man. Just, oh, wait, wait, just do that again? You... Oh, I was gonna yeah, yeah, going to keep going with it, but, you know, it felt like maybe a little too much. Maybe okay. maybe I should just hold back right. on that. Maybe I, should, maybe I should hold myself back in that moment.
0: Okay. Um, All
1: right. Regardless, regardless, that's a great song. It's a sexy song. It's a cool song. Ooh. It makes me want to listen to some more tessellated. Yeah. makes, makes me want to see what else we got here. And I keep peeling back the layers. I yeah. think you should too. Brett, anything to add?
2: Not really. You guys have said it all. I mean, uh, I agree with everything you all said. It's some good music. I like it. It's fresh. It's it's new, new to my eardrums. It is fresh. cool about the whole Apple story and, and you know, young people getting recognized and getting their name out there a little bit more. But, you know, the track just, yeah, you all said it. You've, you've said everything. It's got the vibe. The vibe I get is like the dance yeah it's like it's a let's go on a date let's have a date night let's have a little fun let's do a little salsa around the table and Ooh. wait and like you know, dancing or like or dancing salsa
0: it. like for tacos both. or
2: something both it's going to make it a spicy evening okay <laughs> picante <laughs> all right i like it let's go all right, let's all right, go that,
0: that sounds like a sounds like a real nice fantasy
2: oh i believe it could be
1: up next we've got the song fantasy yes from sideways yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
4: yeah 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 feeling i feeling down while i think about you hope you think about me dim my toes in the sand while i feel the rip tide to get all I'll
0: Was a uh, that was a nice smooth track, man. Sideways with fantasy. Welcome to my fantasy, where everything is meant to be. To me, man, that like first of all, like this song, it's it's very catchy, right? The guitar strings, the the effects, the layers, man. It made this song super engaging for me. Um, and, and it it, it kind of first of all, anytime you start a song. By saying yay, 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 twelve times, did you know you're getting you know you're getting <laughs> into something, man? That's that's how you start a song, the, right? there. The yay meter was was tripped. The yay meter was going off the charts. But you know, it, it's funny because that's how it started. But then it immediately went into this like, I, I don't not not like stream of consciousness, but just like this like thought pattern of to I don't know. To me, this song was like kind of like it was about a man laying out his vision of a perfect future to not maybe not a man, but just man, woman, or anything, really laying out their vision for a perfect future and hoping that their significant other feels the same way and wants to take that journey with them. I mean, the lines like, you know, I built this raft. Why don't you hop in and and we can leave this place? It's about taking a journey with somebody. And that fantasy, maybe like when you meet somebody, building that fantasy, turning it into a life, and that kind of hope, you know, that it works out. And um Yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. This song the song hits on a couple different levels. Um, but I thought it was very real. It was very it was just an honest kind of like, listen, you know, this is my future, this is what I built, this is what I envisioned, this is my fantasy, where everything works out. Now grab my hand and let's take this journey together kind of song. And uh I enjoyed the hell out of it.
2: Starting to see sideways, huh? I mean, I kind of—you could say I I'm sitting it, like,
0: sideways. Sitting oh.
2: sideways. I, I was listening to the lyrics, like you're saying, and again, it, it brings me back to that nostalgic era of this love song, this moment to to talk, to tell a story, to create a story, to create a narrative, to give yourself um, the bit of inspiration and and for love and all that good good stuff, and then the you know fantasy world of just the daydreams and what things could be or what you want them to be or how it could feel. So I definitely uh you know just got introduced to sideways. They're not a band I'm too familiar with, but I like what they did on the house that Bradley built and uh definitely after listening to this I want to hear more of them. I like that it was a very clear, pleasant like there was a good just a, a a pleasant tone to it if that makes sense. It's just pleasant a nice tone. mellow yes. song.
0: I like that. Yeah, man. I know they've worked with Law Records um, in the past. I mean, you just talked about the house that Bradley built, but I think they put out music through Law uh, prior. Oh. And their front man, Dustin, Dustin Parks, is actually from Boston, Massachusetts, baby East Coast represent. But since he's moved out to LA to uh, pursue Sideways, um, and, and, and here, here they are. So, plan worked. I like it. Good shit. Fulfilling
2: those fantasies.
0: Maybe that was his fantasy. And
1: maybe here we are. Evan, what's your fantasy? My fantasy? Ooh, um, yeah, probably to have legs like Brett. I have really <laughs> wow. been thinking about this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, you will never have legs like Brett. Freaking can tell me about it, man.
0: <laughs> well, now, now you've made Brett feel
1: uncomfortable. Brett looks very comfortable right now.
2: I'm pretty comfortable, man. <laughs> obviously. Okay. If, if, shows if only the
1: people could see Brett's legs right now. You well, know? we can put a post on it. Only. That's true. That's true. Brett, take uh, a
0: close up <laughs> of those bad boys, and we'll get them. We'll get them on IG in no time. All right. Make no. Some d-
1: <laughs> Not right now, at least. I mean, let's yeah, you know, let's finish this podcast.
0: Oh yeah,
2: let's finish this podcast. Okay, yeah,
1: the for the vibes only fans is coming to you soon. Just but- good,
2: just go
0: live <laughs> and just just put the camera right on your legs. Let people ask questions.
2: See if anything happens. You know, fucking vibes. Oh god, fucking
0: vibes. Evan, bring us home, man.
1: Take us to a destination. Up next, we've got the song "Coming Home" from the Destinators.
0: I like the way you said that. The song has big Charleston
2: energy. South Carolina's back in the mix. Again, here we are.
0: Um Brett, you are invincible, incredible, and spiritual.
2: Well, thank you, JB.
0: Coincidentally, those were also lyrics for this <laughs> banger, dude. Um, Yeah, man, this was actually my introduction to the Destinators. I hadn't heard of them uh, before I heard this track. And um, I was very impressed, man. I liked it. I love the vibe. Looking into it a little bit more, like you said, South Carolina represent. um, Dude, I love the lead singer's voice. I know this is a band Mm -hmm. that's like on the come up. I expect a lot more music in the future, and I am here for it. And this was a great start. This is a great introduction. And really, if you think about it, is there any better feeling than coming home? You know, Evan, I know where your mind just went. And don't say it. It's disgusting. Um, (laughs) But no, I think also keep in mind home is where the heart is. So wherever your heart is, it's where home is. So you can come home in whatever way that that works out for you. Yeah,
1: but home is where you make it.
2: home is where you lay your head at night
1: where where have you made home
2: home sweet home you know what, i'll tell you about the song <laughs> coming home um i really thought that i dug the uh i dug that it had a lot of keys in there like i could hear the piano i could hear the organ and it was just nice as you were saying it had a it had that little bit of like the southernness to it if i wouldn't have known i probably wouldn't have known but definitely had a little bit more soul to the singing and it was it was nice and like you said have not heard a lot of the Destinators I imagine you know people outside of South Carolina specifically Charleston probably have not heard a lot about them but that's what these platforms are for that's what these podcasts are for that's what the radio show is for give artists a voice you hear them here there's plenty more that are making some great music so support them check them out and and listen
0: playing this song during your day is the equivalent of putting honey mustard dressing on your salad. Good
1: choice, you know. What's next? Up next we've got the song Good Dub from Giant Panda Gorilla th- Dub. Do Squad. you think it's going to be good dub? I know it's going to be good dub. Oh,
0: all right. We'll see. <laughs>
4: I'm running out of time. Sooner or later, I'll need some peace of mind.
5: Seem to say, Take it on the chin.
4: You be a- okay. Yeah. What do you need when you get what you want?
2: Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad patchy man dub what a mouthful but what a good time i mean i love that we keep getting to play some new music from these guys they've got the good dub patchy man dub and there's also good dub by itself which you can check out just came out just got released and uh they're they're an interesting band man I, i've liked everything that i've heard from them um i know i'd like to play them a lot on the radio show steady is got to be one of my favorite songs um Yeah, I know a lot of other people have heard that track from when you when you say Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad, that seems to be what comes up. But it's just always, you know, hate to be as cliche as it is, but they have a vibe that just they give you this this sound and it's it's uh it's limitless and it's vibiness. Like you can just be there, you can enjoy it, you can enjoy the album, get lost in time, lost in space. Do you think it's and fair to say that's that, one of the greatest things about music?
0: Do you think it's fair to say that you know the fucking
2: vibes? You know the fucking vibes. Okay, second. You can call me shorty. Whoa, or oh, Shoddy, Shoddy. Oh God,
0: <laughs> we're going that there. Is. Oh Jesus, let's let's get back on track, man. Um, right. I thought that was actually, dude. I thought you. I thought you just lasered that. Uh, you, you know, analysis of the song. I, mean, I thought you killed it, Brett. Oh man, Thank fantastic, you. man! I just wish I was Giant in Panda the Giant Panda Grilled Dub Squad. Oh yeah, dude. I, I and I wish I was. I was part of the conversation when they decided what to name this track. Um, because sometimes, man, less is more. This is good dub. Let's call it good dub, man. And I love the keys on this song, and the lyrics, man. I don't know if you guys really got a chance to catch the lyrics, but. Lost in our body when we lose our minds, no sense of direction and not a hint of pride. Okay, this is how I feel when I listen to music. It's like this transformative experience. First, of my mind went to doing drugs. First, of my mind went to like, all right, this is like if you're, you know, taking mushrooms and you're like having an out-of-body experience. But then I'm like, well, you know what? Think about it on a deeper level. it's That's kind of like how I feel when I listen to good music, when I listen to good dub. Uh, and then the lines, you know. Yes, I realize I need help. You can never conquer demons all by yourself. It's just a deep song, man. What do you yeah, need? What, what do you need when you get what you want? That's a question that needs to be answered, man. This song did it for me from the lyricism, from the um, you know, just the artistic, just the the, the visualization, the the meaning, that the lyrics, the vibe, that you know, the fucking vibes, everything, man. Evan, what do you need when you get what you want? Answer that question right now, dude. Just first thing that comes to mind, go.
1: You need to be at a Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad show. Okay. <laughs> dude,
0: that would be big. I, You know, we need, to, we need to figure out how to make that happen. I actually, last Sunday night, I went to an elevator show in Hampton, uh, New Hampshire. It was all socially distanced, outdoor, very safe. But holy fuck, boys, it felt so good. So good. So hopefully a GPGDS concert is in your future, Evan. I I hope that for you. Thank you, JB. Well, let's keep it moving, boys.
1: Up next, we've got the song Gimme More from Sons of Maestro. Sons of Maestro.
0: And J-Rocks. J-Rocks.
3: Let's go, come on. Listen, baby, you support a past nine. I know my violin is on your mind. I know you was a 10, baby. But you got me on cloud nine. You're looking like my future, baby, mama. I know you love the zeros and the commas. If you be with me, then you the money follower. So shorty, let me holla. Because I'm gambling on my life. Throwing a pair of dice. Sipping the margaritas. I want you my paradise. Next flight, any way you'd like. We can do it right. Tonight, two nights, one night. All right. Gimme more, me more me me more me more,
0: Hey, can I ask you guys a question? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been serenaded by a musical duo who plays over ten different genres of popular music using the violin instead of their voices to literally express a song's lyrics.
2: I kind of want to say I just did, but no, not to that specifications. Absolutely not. No, it's pretty amazing. Well, if not, then you must
0: not have heard of the upcoming violin. Virtuosos, Sons of Maestro born to a Barbadian mother and a Jamaican father they have been honing their skills in the south florida public school system attending dillard high school for the performing arts shout out dillard high school okay first of all yeah man that's who these boys are dude sons of maestro featuring j rocks what a what a banger man this is a this is a very interesting uh track Give me more, give me more, baby. Yo. Okay, the the violin—that's that's something new mm-hmm. for me, man. Personally, I, I love it. I dig what they're doing. It's it's interesting. It's fresh. It's new. Okay, I know you're a ten, baby, but you have me on cloud nine. Okay, and and you know, for anyone that listens to to the chorus of this song, by the way, when we're talking about. I know you love the zeros and the commas. If you come with me, the money follows. All right, that translates, Evan, because I know you you were a little concerned with that. All right, that translates into, listen, I'm a successful person in life. All right, together, you know, with me, we can create an exciting, rich, fun life. But let's just take it one night at a time. And I think that's very reasonable. Okay. So this track slaps, it goes hard, it gets you moving the violins are just like out of this world. It's something new. It's something fresh. The lyrics translate into a very positive message. Okay. Uh, it's all around, man. It's just a, a great song. It's something new. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. What do you guys think? Help me out.
2: I'll tell you what I think is this is reminds me of yellow card. So we were talking about, you know, a few episodes ago, our musical influences and, I like the, you know, the punk rock music and Yellow Card got popular with a couple of songs. Uh, I think Ocean Avenue was one of them. But the reason I'm talking about Yellow Card is they had a violin. Sean played the violin and it made, I mean, they're a great band without the violin, but then the violin made them the X Factor. And it doesn't really matter if there was another band out there with a the violin. I don't think that there was it amongst that pop punk genre. And it's kind of the same thing here. Like, you know... He, in this song, he talks about the violin as it's like a person He says, I know you want my violin. Like what? Like the confidence, the strut, the knowing that that's the X factor, that that's the talent and and just being so boastful about it and putting that on the pedestal. I think it's really dope because it is going to take, you know, their exposure to the next level because it's taking their talent and just spotlighting it. And, And apparently from what you're saying, from the bio and the info, there's a lot more that we haven't even come close to hearing yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to just getting more out of that and, uh, seeing what we can get. But, uh, yeah. If you haven't heard yellow card throwback, go check it out. Good times. Punk rock with a violin, but, uh, sons of maestro. Jay rocks. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Some new, some fresh, man. That's why we do this thing. You know, um, we got one more, and I know what you people are thinking. John, that's, oh, excuse me, JB, that's 12 songs. You told me this is a regular 360 top 10 songs of the week, and guess what I did? But I sprinkled in a couple JB bonus songs of the week, so you're welcome for that. Evan, once you give the people what they what they want
1: right now? Up next, we've got the song, Who Could It Be from the Soul Chance and Wesley Bright. <laughs> back. Now, JB, I know what you're thinking. What am I thinking? How can that be from 2020, that sound? Yeah. That's a brand new song that came out in this past week. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it sounds to me like they might be using some old school recording techniques, maybe a little analog recording. For all I know, they could be doing digital stuff just to make it sound that way. Maybe they've got some analog instruments in there. But I think that I love the vibes of this song. It's so bold to to call back to old, more warm-sounding recording methods and really just get after it. And that's just got some good vibes to it, too, that they're playing. I mean, the instrumentation is great. The lyrics are positive. What more can you want from new reggae-inspired music?
0: Well, you know, Evan, their uh, lo-fi analog sound really is kind of their signature distinction, uh, the soul Chance, that is. And you're right, man. This this song is has that retro feel. Makes me happy, man. Like it's just it just brings me right back to old school reggae music, what I, you know, listen to what I grew up on. Um and actually, you know, they even call out. Uh, you know, they, they have they take influence from early reggae music from Jamaica. Um, you know, and they they the the soul chants recreates Popular music of the late 60s, early 70s by musicians like Dave and Ansel Collins, the Upsetters, the Hippie Boys. I mean, this is just this is just amazing, man. These guys are from Bakersfield.
2: Bakersfield.
0: Okay, and and they're they're making it more than country music out there, man. You know, they're 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 bringing something. That's the theme of this episode. New fresh, unique. That's what sons of Maestro did. You know, that's what, um, you know, coffee's doing with her sound. Illuminati Congo's doing with his sound. Gary dread loose city. I mean like this, this is just an episode of innovation and the soul chance is one of the most unique things that I've come across, uh, in a while. And I love it. I'm here for it. And this song is, uh, Just a, just a, it's a mood. It's a vibe. It's, it's everything, baby.
2: Well, JB, you're talking about Bakersfield. So, I mean, you guys probably, probably have not spent much time in the Bakersfield area, but let me explain to you. Bakersfield is, it's a small town, Um, central California, a lot of farming going on out there. Not a place you would expect to be a hotbed of any sort of music. I can see where they're coming up with the country reference, but um, it, it's it's really fitting and kind of cool that these guys have formed together in Bakersfield because I think it just kind of completes the vibe for me of them uh, because I think, you know, you can hear the expanders, you can hear the agri and, you know, now that you're sitting here and I'm listening to the soul chants, they all have the in it. I wonder if that's a prerequisite, but it's got that that throwback sound. And it sounds so nice, and it's just, again, coming back around To Bakersfield, California. I mean, that's creating a fucking vibe right there. You don't even know it because you wouldn't expect it in Bakersfield. So, and the throwback sound, like you guys are saying, like definitely if they didn't record it analog, it sounds pretty old school and authentic, you know, in its own right. So, the soul chance and Wesley Bright right there. I dug it. I'm glad it kind of completed the circle for us today on our 13 songs with the bonuses and all that other good stuff. But this is why you got to do it. You got to get bands like this out there. Like you're saying, Discovery, enjoy this shit. Because you didn't know about it. I didn't know about it until tonight. I'm not going to lie. I don't know where you found these guys, but it's a gem. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, man. Well, they're they're charting on iTunes. They're doing something right, and they're up to something special out there in Bakersfield. So I'm now subscribing to the Soul Chance channel, and I'm going to be watching it all mother night, dude. Because yeah. they're doing something special, and Wesley Bright crushed it, dude, all around, man. This is a great way to end the episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. That that's it. That's a that's a regular three sixty top ten songs of the week in no particular order. And I'm glad that we could be here to provide you the service of navigating through the murky waters that is new music every Friday. And we're your lifeguards. We're your saviors. Okay. We're gonna make sure you're well taken care of, and that's what we that's what we did, and we're gonna do what we always do, and that's give you a positive thought of the week. Something extra, you didn't even ask for it. It's free. We're just gonna give it to you.
1: have give it to him. 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 I can do that. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. What we got today? Today, what do I have to think about? That's positive. I've had a long few days. Um, I'm positive. I'm feeling positive about life. Uh, Whew. Sure about that? I'm trying here, bud. (laughs) I'm, I'm fucking trying. Um, man, I feel thankful. Uh, for the people that I have around me. Uh, just for being there, just just for having people. Not not everybody has people that love them and care about them. I maybe I mean maybe a lot of people do, but I don't know. Like it's. It's one of those things that's so easy to take for granted is the people around you in your life, you know, but like you build friendships and relationships over a super long period of time. And it's it's almost like a moment passes and you've known someone for 10 years and the relationship is at this point is never what you thought it would have been 10 years ago. And you don't always realize how close with people you are until I don't know, man, maybe you move or maybe you haven't seen them in a year and you kind of think about them or they still check in on you and, you know, maybe you're in a dark moment and they check in on you and you think it's really great. I don't know, man. It's just like I'm really thankful to have the people that I do around me in my life because I've got a lot of strong connections that I've built over a period of time and uh, that's it. That's all I got today. Short and simple. Just being thankful.
0: Nice, dude. I like
2: that.
1: (sighs)
0: what do you want to do, man? You want to go? You want me to
2: go? Uh, I mean, I can go. I think I can echo some of what Evan was saying in the sense of, you know, people that you're around and that you tend to know or the flip side of that, there's people that are around that you don't get to know um, because of whatever reasons, because in my particular case, worked a lot of hours, get busy with family, get busy with life. And there's no extra avenue for, you know, real friends outside of the social acquaintance world and, you know, life in general. So what I'm trying to get at is there's been friends and people around that I've not been very open to because I've been too busy to be open to it. And so I ended up asking my wife, what do you see that you like, as opposed to me finding the quick judgments of what I can find wrong, looked at it from a different perspective and went out of town had a few days, was able to connect, and I thought that that was cool. So uh only really sparked that thought based off of what you were saying, Evan. Um, thought of the week, though. I'm mean, going to need it this week because it's a lot of things going on in my personal life, and I'm hoping for some good vibes. So send the good vibes your way. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, good things will have come to fruition. Um, but uh, one thing that is going to be coming to fruition is the first leg of the road trip is happening... This week and I'm heading out to San Diego and my positive thought of the week is based off of believing in yourself and having confidence and being open to new friends and new friendships because it's only the, the, well, I take that back. My positive thought of this week is the community because this community supports each other in so many ways and the reason this is happening is because I've had help from Craig McKnight I've had help from every artist that's willing to come out and this community wanting this content to happen. So after this weekend, I'm going to have up to 10 to 12 interviews with different artists from San Diego and content to share with everybody. And that's the positive thought is that this community helps and supports each other to make things happen. It's not a one man band. And even if people drop off and come back, got to have that confidence to get out there because not doing it would be letting people down and not supporting the community. So I gotta have that that self confidence somewhere in the middle of all of that statement that uh this shit's gonna happen. It's gonna be good.
0: Nice dude. Well I wish you a tremendous amount of self confidence, man. I know you got it in you and that's gonna be big, dude. I'm excited for you in that trip. Sounds fucking badass, dude. So um you've now manifested some positive energy and now you just gotta reap it, dude. So um that's going to be big. Everyone look out for for what Brett's up to over the next couple of weeks. I would say my positive thought of the week, man, is I'm just, you know, I, I don't know, man. You know, sometimes when there are things outside of your control going on, you just kind of got to focus on the little things. Man, I'm a big smell the roses guy. Everyone knows that about me. You know, I'm a big stop and smell the roses kind of guy. So I think, you know, my thing is just like, you know, let's take a moment to appreciate the little things when they happen, the little victories, you know, when you, uh, you know, wake up and realize that your favorite shirt is clean and ready to be worn. Okay. When you make your coffee and you put just enough almond milk in there to get it the perfect temperature. Okay. When you, just randomly find out that your favorite band is putting an album out in the next couple of months man i don't know when you turn the tv on and your you know one of your favorite movies just happens happens to be on and you sit there and watch these little positive beautiful things that happen in life man we got to appreciate them especially when all the bigger things are kind of uh you know in 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 um uh disarray just appreciate the little things the little things, man. You know, maybe say hi to somebody when you're walking into a gas station. Okay, not right here, Evan. That's wrong time. time. But, trying. but yeah, man. Just, just, uh, just man. You know, hopefully, lots of those little things, those little moments, you know, happen for you. I'm, I'm sitting here. Actually, you know what? I, I, I will guarantee you that tomorrow, several of those good moments are going to happen to you. And when they do. Take notice, give thanks, and um, breathe it in, in and through the body, and keep it moving, and let that positive energy build. That's it. That's all mm-hmm. I got. So,
2: oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good week, guys. Yes, it's gonna be a good week. Some good music, some good things coming up. I'm stoked.
0: I appreciate it. Well, I'm stoked. Everyone that's listened to this point, thank you so much if you haven't done so we would love it if you could go to itunes and give us a a, a rate and a review um you know show your love if, if you enjoy what we do and come back next week we're gonna do a bigger badder better and we're not gonna stop damn it we're on a mission so thank you for uh being on that mission with us it means a lot you know hit us up on instagram too. talk to us we'll talk back much love everybody peace Peace. Peace out